0: You are listening to the Feedback
1: Podcast. Podcast with my homie back.
0: All right. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back, and this is episode one ninety-two already. Damn, we've we've come a long way. Almost to 200. I wonder who's gonna be here for 200. We'll see. But a couple announcements before I introduce my guest. Uh hip hop bingo is coming up on March uh Monday, March eighth at seven thirty. Uh, you can go to Hip Hop Bingo Live and get your tickets. It's only $5. So what we do at Hip Hop Bingo is that we play a bingo game online, but instead of uh, numbers, they're artists. So we'll call like uh, B-U-G-K, you put some U-G-K. And then we'll do challenges like trivia and uh, finish the rhyme, guess the picture, and there's a dance battle at the end. And we'll have prizes as well. So make sure you go to Hip Hop Bingo Live. Get your tickets and it'll be a good time. So March, Monday, March 8th. Yeah, that's right. That is, that is the link. So go check it out. I hope to see you there. I'll be hosting along with Adam Pro Texter. So shout out to him. Uh, another announcement I have. Yes. Uh, do me a favor. Go to iTunes, leave a review, leave a comment uh, or rating five stars. That'd be great if you like it. If you don't, that's fine too. No, fuck it. Put it as five stars. Put five stars. Yeah, you're nice. You're good people. Uh, so thank you again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Now, without further ado, let me introduce my guest for this episode. I'm really excited. We got Joyce Taos in the building. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I am good. Thank you for, well, in the building, virtually in the building. You sure. can't tell the difference, but the YouTube video will be out later. Anyway, Joyce, comedian. Uh... Very funny. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate that. I think I already said that, but, uh, so let me, let me ask you this. I got to ask this. I ask this every comedian that comes on, like, how did you, how did you catch the bug?
1: The comedy bug? Yeah. How did I catch the bug? So I, 10 years ago, I was actually on a completely different path. I was um, very involved in the Jewish community and I was going to move to Israel and make Aliyah as we say, uh, which means become a citizen of Israel. I had oh. um, an immersion program set up there an apartment a school um, like, you know, learning Hebrew school and everything set up to go. And the one thing that I wanted to do before I left the country was try stand up comedy. And I tried stand up comedy and that was it. I, I, you never I left? yeah, I never left. I never got my money back for the one-way ticket. Um, yeah, I had a one-way ticket to Israel. I had. I just. I said, "Screw it." I said, "Can I? Can I swear on this show?" Fuck yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I said, "Fuck it." I don't care if I spend all that money. I just don't care. I love stand. I love this. What this is amazing. And so I did my first open mic. Um, I remember I was working at a restaurant during the time as a hostess, which helped me uh, become more outgoing. I felt like. Uh huh. Um, and I went to an open mic at a place called Eye Candy Cafe in Long Beach, and I had three things I thought were funny that I wanted to try.
0: You and remember so the I, jokes?
1: I I remember two of them. <laughs> I do. Uh, I remember. You want to hear them?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That.
1: Okay. So, um, it was around Thanksgiving time, and mm. um, my family was getting the. You know, my house was busy. My mom was cooking and all that stuff. And I am the youngest of four girls, of the youngest in my family of everyone. And I was trying to get attention and I couldn't do anything to get attention. Uh, and my mom just, you know, no. my mom was ignoring me and nobody would notice me. I could be hosting cockfights on the baby grand piano and they still wouldn't notice me. And that was the, that was what I thought was a punchline. Uh, I obviously. how to it go? Um, I think, I think it got some like, ohs. Uh, but it, <laughs> it went okay. Uh, the second thing was there was, I was attending school at the time and there was a bulletin board, a lost and found board on school, on the mm-hmm. school bulletin board. People would post things like lost keys or lost wallet, call this number. And then someone wrote lost self-esteem, call this number. And so I took my pen and I wrote lost weight. No need to call me if you find it, because I'll know, fat ass.
0: <laughs> that's, that's dope. Actually, you did that?
1: I did that, yeah. I'll oh. see, fat ass. So I did that, and, uh, you know, I forget what the third one was, but people seem to enjoy that. Once you get that laugh back from other people, man, you just want it more. You want it again. Yeah,
0: but th- what, what, what pushed you to get on stage? In the first place. You're just like, oh, whatever. I was gonna give it a shot. Or someone like, like, look, Joyce, you're really funny. You should try this out. Or, or no wasn't
1: it? T- it wasn't anyone telling me I was funny, which I know that happens to like, some yeah. comedians. Um I it was just from watching stand-up comedy and wanting to do it. Uh my sister so watching stand-up comedy and wanting to do it was one of them, but also. Now you are reminding me, my sister, my older sister, Jamie dated a comedian for a while and I would go and hang out with them. Is he known? Yeah. His name's Howard Kramer.
0: Howard Kramer. He's
1: Howard known, Kramer. <laughs> he's nah,
0: known
1: around, around Los Angeles. He actually used to live in Austin and he had a show here called Austin Stories.
0: Oh, no, I'm not familiar.
1: Okay. okay. Um, he does a lot of uh, comedy music as well. Okay. Um, yeah, he used to go by the name Dragon Boy Suede, if you ever want to check him out. Super funny stuff. And then now he has this whole, like, he puts out a new album every year called, it's a spin on Summertime. So it's called Have a Summer, S-U-M-M-A-H. Mm-hmm. And it's just him going on and on about how much he loves summer.
0: <laughs> That's how you pronounce it?
1: What? Is that how he pronounce it yes. all the time? Yeah, Have a Summer. <laughs> have a Summer yeah
0: so um but his sister was dating him
1: yes and, and then, then, um yeah he was just really funny and my older sister is really funny and I I fuck I want to do I want to be funny so
0: and you got off the stage you're like this is it I'm doing this
1: yeah yeah you went
0: you went back again and again and again so how many how, how, how long you been doing this then
1: so i started in 2010 in uh oh, wow. on november 11th, 2010 but um like like other comics i would say not not consistently for these whole 10 years right because mm-hmm. otherwise i feel like i'd be somewhere else and <laughs> be maybe a little maybe a little bigger
0: that, that's the magic number right 10 years
1: i mean i did spend some time away from comedy i had kind of a journey where I had some personal issues that pulled me away from comedy, um, which I'm not really afraid to talk about on this podcast. Um, some depression.
0: Look, we had a rape story the other night, na- the other time. So I'm not.
1: <laughs> feel so, no, no rape stories, but just. No, it's okay. Inter- not
0: trying to compete, but. Um.
1: Stuff, to- <laughs> <laughs> some internal struggles, some, um, you know, depression, some, uh, I guess, mental health stuff. And then some substance substance abuse to kind of oh, try to self, self-medicate for um, for the depression and stuff. And also trying to figure out, do I want to be a comedian? Do I want to be in school? Because I wanted to be a veterinarian, right? But I also am a singer, so I like to do that. So trying to manage all those three things while also trying to manage a drug habit <laughs> um, got to be a little difficult. Spent, so, But when I first found comedy, I hit it hard. And and there was a time where actually comedy, it saved me at the beginning because I stopped using drugs because it, it slowly transitioned into like this adrenaline from doing comedy is my drug. And I mm-hmm. don't, don't feel like I need to smoke as much weed or, or drink as much or, um, because I just, love, I just love this. I just want to do this. And in Los Angeles, it was awesome because you can hit like two, three mics a night, even four if you time it right. So I'm very grateful to have started comedy in L.A. in that scene. And um, even though I got caught up in the partying and that took me away from comedy, I'm glad I did that, man, because I learned from it. Yeah. And I'm sorry.
0: Did you hang out with other comics, the L.A. comics?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Did you ever make it to the potluck at the comedy store?
1: I did. I did. Really?
0: How yes. was that? I want to know about that because for those who don't know, well, you can explain to me better because I watched the documentary on Showtime. I think it was Showtime, but I knew about it because I knew comics who told me about it, and I was I was just curious, like what that was like. So it's it's Monday nights, right? I think.
1: Yes. Monday
0: nights at the comedy store, the legendary comedy store, where pretty much all the biggest names in comedy you know, ha- have perform, and, uh, it's just, it's just an open mic, but I heard it was like a bitch just to get your name on and just to get on because you're talking like maybe a hundred people, maybe more trying to, trying to get mm-hmm. on the list. So how, how did it happen for you?
1: Yeah. So how it works is they, everyone's standing outside outside of the comedy store and then waiting for the time when they're going to put the list on, mm-hmm. they put out, they put out the list and it's just a stampede of comics running to that, this little teeny tiny circular table climbing over each other. Um, and the first time I signed up, I, I, I weaseled my way and I climbed over everyone and under everyone, maybe I was under everyone's <laughs> shorter, <laughs> Um, but I got up first and I was so flattered. It was so awesome. Um, and I, I forget if it's three minutes or one minute that you get on that potluck, but I know it was a short I, amount of time.
0: I think it's three. I'm not sure. If you can check that, Carlin uh, Comedy Store potluck, how long it was? Did I know. Well, no. I, honestly, I think it's three, but I'm not sure. We can double check. We can double check. Okay. So how, how'd you do?
1: I did well. I did well. I uh, I told a joke that that was true to Los Angeles at the time, um, and it hit really well.
0: And so, so I mean, I'm not. I'm, again, I'm not familiar with the scene. Just i just hear from 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 other people. But is it really are, are comics in LA really that that close? That that community is it is it close?
1: Yeah, it was a pretty tight knit community. Um, pretty supportive. It, I feel like maybe as it grew and grew and grew it wasn't so much of a one tight knit community as several Mm -hmm. because I mean, it's just the volume. Yeah. Comics. And, but yeah, I, and I've noticed that in the comedy community in Phoenix too. I mean, so
0: you moved around a lot from from California.
1: Yeah. I I moved to Phoenix for a while. Um, Actually moved out there to, to go to school. At one point, and then found comedy uh, again, <laughs> I was yeah, so I yes, I moved out there, um with a boyfriend, actually, um we whose both idea was
0: ex- wait, hold on Wh- whose idea was it
1: it was his,
0: and you just you just followed it was a job thing, and you just followed.
1: we both got accepted to a s u Ah, so, bet.
0: yeah,
1: so I went out there, we went out there, um. And I was pre-vet major was animal physiology and behavior. Mm -hmm. And I met with the counselor. I looked at all my classes and I just remember leaving that, leaving that office, feeling overwhelmed with those classes, but leaving that office and just thinking, I wonder if there's an open mic tonight. (laughs) So if, eventually I just did that. I found comedy there. I never worked out with that boyfriend because I was too into, I was just too into trying to perform and not, not really trying to. That's a
0: common tra- story. Trying
1: to be in school.
0: Yeah. But did, did you have the jokes about him?
1: I did have some jokes about him. Yeah. That, I did. End up,
0: I, yeah. I always, I always wonder what that's like, because, uh, you know, you see these big comics that talk about their wives or talk about even their kids. You're like, oh my, my daughter's an asshole, or you know, my my boyfriend is this and that. And you're like, man, it, it must suck to be on the receiving end. But then again, you know, that's your partner's passion. So how how did he live that?
1: So here's the thing with that is, I only have my like. I guess the way I work is, I only really have a few. Like salt and pepper kind of jokes that maybe come up coincidentally about like guys or someone I'm dating. I try to keep it for the most part pretty straightforward and clean is what I, I, I'm trying to keep my comedy clean. But um, I don't know, the, uh, just a few times where I made him laugh, and I would be like, "Oh man, I got I got to like write that down." There was one time where um, we were trying to. I don't know if we were being serious. We were trying to like play doctor and like talk dirty playing doctor. Um, wait, and wait, then wait, it, in,
0: in bed or just for fun in the kitchen? In bed. Okay.
1: And I, then, I gotta ask.
0: I mean, if you're just bed. doing that at the bus stop, I'd be like, yo, this couple is fucking weird. <laughs> in bed makes way more
1: sense. And then, and then I just, like I said, like, Ooh, yeah, baby, I want to check your temperature.
0: I, you know, I know Colin is laughing right now.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold
0: on, hold on. Hold on. I want you to put yourself back in that in that situation. Close your eyes. Okay. Picture your ex-ex-boyfriend, or ex- I don't know how many exes, okay? And then just say it like you did that day or night.
1: Oh, yeah, baby. I want to check your temperature. And then... It's too high. I want to take a biopsy of your skin and send it to the lab. <laughs> I would have laughed my ass off.
0: <laughs> <I didn't laughs> respond. How, did, how did he respond to this? I'd be like.
1: <laughs> well, he's the, one who, he's the one who said his response was, I want to take a biopsy of your skin and send it to the lab. Oh, he I was, thought you said both things. He was, things. Down, he was oh. down for the joke. No, that was just me trying to make you laugh with that. But yeah, so I said, I said, oh, yeah, baby, I want to check your temperature. And then we both started laughing. So then he goes, oh, yeah, I want to take a biopsy of your skin and send it to the lab. <laughs> I'll never forget.
0: How, how long did that go for?
1: <laughs> we just started laughing. And then, then I just, I got my notebook out and I wrote it down.
0: I want to get this syringe inside of you and give you a serum. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, I put on the white lab coat with no panties on. All right, <laughs> let's stop here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Phoenix, uh, comedy scene in Phoenix. Were you able to do some over there?
1: Yes, I was. Uh, comedy in Phoenix is, is welcoming, small. Um, Felt a little quicky at times, but um it's with any. But uh, small small and welcoming really at first. Um yeah, I did I did some shows around town there, just bar shows really, open mm-hmm. mics. Um I got a job I remember at Stand Up Live for a moment, uh, but it didn't really work out. Um and 'cause sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, I worked there for like two days. I wasn't really into it because, you know, I found partying in Phoenix as well. So, um. What, what
0: were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you were out of control hanging out with comics all night oh and, just, <laughs> and hitting the, hitting the open <laughs> mics and just like, what, on a strip trip club, three o'clock diners?
1: No, I what was just, you- I. I was just smoking too much weed and drinking too much, no matter where I was. So that's, you know, I, and I took those habits with me to, um, to Phoenix and just, uh, trying, trying to do comedy there. And, um,
0: did you think it worked? Like it, it was actually helping you?
1: No, I don't think it was helping. I think it was giving me relief from whatever was going on inside me that didn't feel stable. I <laughs> don't. Uh, yeah. So three years ago, I decided. Listen, I um, three years. I was I remember I was I was a ranch hand in Chandler, Arizona, and um, I loved it. And I was I actually cleaned up my act, and I was sober for a little. But I didn't feel like I had a whole lot of support, and I felt pretty lonely. So I reached out to my family and I said, Hey, I want to come home for a few weeks. And then, and then I want to move to Austin. I want to move, I want to move to Austin, Texas. And is that where your family is? No, my family is in California.
0: Oh, okay. So when did you, when, when did you get here?
1: I got here in May of 2018. So it's almost three years. Oh, okay.
0: Why, why Austin?
1: I love to perform live.
0: Yeah. Hence all the the guitars and the, if you guys have it, well, it's audio too, but she has a bunch of guitars and, and keyboards in the background there. So let, 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 let's let talk about that. Cause I mean, this is what Austin is known for. I mean, you yeah. probably, you, you knew the reputation before you got here, right? You didn't just land and be like, Oh my God, there's music.
1: Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I knew the reputation a little bit. I didn't know how much it was i just knew there was a little bit i I thought i was a little uneducated on how how big the
0: scene is it it is a little it is a little bit if you came in in 2018 it is a little bit it used to be much more and it's totally it's gone it is gone should have come here earlier
1: really i feel like it's here
0: no it well okay I've been. I, I've talked about this on the show before. I, I used to cover uh, the Austin nightlife, and I've interviewed musicians, uh, bookers, the mayor, a bunch of people, um, and over the years. And the thing about Austin is that, that there's not really an infrastructure to support musicians in place, mm. as much as we're supposed to be the live music capital of the world, which is a moniker that's owned by. Um, the Visitor's Bureau, which job it is to get companies and corporations to have conventions in Austin because they get their money from hotel occupancy. Okay. So they own that moniker. This is not like a cultural thing. They own that shit. But there's mm-hmm. there's not much support for the music scene. Venues, there's a lot of venues that shut down over the past five years. If, uh, a little more than that. Because they couldn't keep up with rent, and you know, t- uh, property tax goes up, and as a condo hey. goes next door, we got a they resell the all that stuff. You know, musicians can't even afford to live in Austin anymore, so they move out of here. And there's, like I said, there's not really any infrastructure for music, and it's been a big problem uh, for a long time. And now that you know, Austin is booming more than ever. There's less and less. Room for it because you know there's condos and we got to build another office and mm-hmm. you know an, uh, another venue is has to shut down because they can't keep up and it's not there, there. are some relief funds out there, but it's hard to it's hard to get on them. um But anyway, we'll see what happens. But that that's where Austin music is now. Sorry, huh. I, I didn't mean to burst your bubble in your dream. If you had dream, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it, it's 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 gotten pretty bad.
1: Well, I mean. You're not bursting my balls. I I knew that whatever city I moved to, as long as I, as long as I was giving myself a chance to start over at whatever city I moved to, I would find music and comedy.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you're in the right place because I think it's gonna be yeah. go like this: music is gonna go down, comedy is gonna go up. That's really what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, they said Joe Rogan, so. It's going. <laughs> that, that's going to happen, Uh but it, it's okay. We'll see. Maybe we'll recover. There's there's plans out there to revitalize the music scene. But I've been I've been covering this for a long time, and I haven't okay. seen
1: much progress.
0: Sorry about huh. that. But but nonetheless, nonetheless.
1: Well, I'm packing up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye. Where to <laughs> next? Seattle. Uh, De- no. <laughs> Denver. Everybody goes to Denver. No, but um, <laughs> so. The music thing, did you grow up with a, a family that plays music? Daddy owned a lot of records. That's usually the story. I'll give you all the like the classic stories I've had from all okay. the people who've been on the
1: show. Okay. What was it? Um, actually, mom or dad did not play music. Um, they're both medical people. Um, but my sister and I did musical theater. And um, I mean, I also have a... On my mom's side I do have a cousin who who did a lot of music but we'll get into that later. Um I my sister and I were in musicals together. We did musical theater um a lot and my sister was really good. She had a really good voice and yeah. she's my older sister. I wanted to take after her so I just kept doing it and um that's been that's been my music background growing up was musical theater.
0: But did you teach yourself how to play guitar and? Huh? What do you? You play, you play guitar.
1: So yes, I'm learning. I'm learning. the The reason there's a, I ended up with these two guitars. Uh, because when I was living in Arizona, I wanted to learn, and I couldn't decide between the two of them, so I bought them both, and hadn't really been having luck learning on either of those guitars for some reason. I didn't know why perhaps it's because I wasn't too compatible with those guitars. Now I know that that's why, um, how's, but then, how's that a
0: thing? compatible with a guitar.
1: Yeah. The feel of the guitar, the way that it is, it's just, it's, <laughs> okay. it's just, they weren't working. So now they're just, they're just decorations on my wall up until, uh, maybe two months ago, someone moved out of, um, of a unit in my apartment complex and the maintenance guy hit me up and was like, Hey, I know that you like to sing. And I know that you're, you're like trying to like, learn to play guitar. Do you want, do you want a guitar? And so he gave me, do you mind if I show it to you? This It's down here. It's not on display. I'll get mm-hmm. it. Okay. That's right. Right. That's right here. So he gave me
0: this one. Oh, that's nice.
1: So this is just an acoustic phone that he gave me because someone had moved out of one of the units and, um, boom. So ever since I got this guitar, I've just been making strides, leaps and bounds. I love, I fucking, I fucking love this guitar. I don't care about those ones anymore. It's, it's all about this one. You're I can,
0: compatible with that guitar. I'm
1: compatible with this it's guitar. It's like a boyfriend. We are in love. <laughs> I I can play it. Like I can actually play it and I I am not I don't get like frustrated. Um it's just hard to hold the fret down on that one and that one's just too sharp. Like the strings feel sharp. This one is just smooth and and it works for me and I can really play now. Like I'm just really learning better to play. So I can still only play three songs really.
0: Well, you just started, well, learning?
1: well, yes.
0: Like how long ago?
1: Yeah, maybe like a month and a half ago. Well, oh, I thought like you've been. You've been doing this. I've been I've been singing for a long time.
0: Okay, singing is like in the in the band or
1: in the choir, musical theater, and then by myself in the shower or in the shower. I I did a little bit of duet duo stuff in Phoenix, um, with one guy and with another girl. Um but here in Austin I've been really going at music hard here in Austin though. I'm still I would still call myself a rookie. Just my whole life I've I've sang and have always wanted to be in it more and You're now nice I spot. now I am. Yeah, so there's another guitarist here in Austin who plays guitar very well who we, him and I will busk whenever we can.
0: Mm-hmm. Um who don't know busk means play on the street.
1: Mhm. Play music on the street for tips. Yeah. And I, I bust a couple times with Max Law. Do you know him? He's like another comedian in town.
0: Max Law? Yeah. No, I don't.
1: Okay. Uh him and then Maggie Mayfield and I are starting to play together as well. Yeah,
0: so I saw Maggie the first time last night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So did you use a guitar in your set sometimes? Are you going no. to? Do you want I,
1: to? I I want to. Yes, I do. I plan to.
0: You know say sing some some dirty songs? Funny songs,
1: some funny songs, and some- Maggie's Maggie stuff was pretty cool last night, yeah, um, I really like her conspiracy theory song
0: <laughs> it was pretty cool so um what 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 shocked you when you came to austin, like what was it that is what the three years now, right, three years, yeah, so what was it about what was, what when you got that when you got here what was it that that shocked you
1: what shocked me? Um. Well, the humidity w- wasn't at... It. The humidity was worse than I thought it was going to be. But that I can't really say that. I feel like everybody says that. What shocked me was the music scene, I want to say. It, it was a lot bigger...
0: Than you thought?
1: Than, than I thought it was going to be. Yes.
0: No, it's smaller and than know, it's supposed to
1: be. I know you disagree <laughs> with that, but...
0: I, I I do well. Like I I didn't know, for example, when I get, I, I I got here in '98. Okay. And I I didn't know what allergies were until I came here. <laughs> this place is is known for fucking allergies, yeah. and I I'm used to them now. I don't I don't get them, but boy, I had no idea that was a thing. I really it it, it sucks. If you if you're listening, if you're in Austin, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you plan on moving here. You'll find out what I'm talking about. Because this, this shit is out out, out of control. But uh, well, let me ask uh, how, how did you live the, the snow
1: apocalypse? Uh oh I did pretty well. I stayed inside. Um You had power? I I had power. My power was shut off for one hour, but that's it. Uh but I did run out run out of water for a couple days.
0: Like no water um, not working.
1: Correct. Yeah, I started filling my oh. bathtub up with snow when I ran out. Oh man, yeah.
0: I, <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have power for a week, yeah, actually a week, an entire week.
1: Wow, yeah, you had mentioned that.
0: Yeah, and and I, well, I left after sixteen hours because I was literally sitting here that would I couldn't work, and I took I had a bike on my on my patio that I took inside and cleaned, and I started going through mail, like a fucking bored as hell. And I ended up staying staying at a friend's house. But what fucked me up the most, and this is this is not a joke. Is that I had I got an infection on my finger, oh, and it's one of those infections. <laughs> uh, like I felt it coming because it was it started to sting a little. I don't mm. know how it happened. Maybe I bit my nail or I was digging in the dirt for my son. I, I don't fucking know. I don't know how it happened, but nonetheless, my finger doubled in size. This one, my middle finger. Sorry. I'm pointing my finger. I'm pointing the bird no, at it's you. That's okay. But it, it, it's this finger. The, I never knew that I need this finger so much, and I was in pain for like five days, and I couldn't get medication.
1: You had cellulitis. Is that what it's called? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Action.
1: Well, yeah. That. Yeah.
0: Fuck. You ever had that?
1: Yeah. Are you right-handed or left-handed? Let me ask. I'm you.
0: right-handed. It was on my left okay. My left finger.
1: So, um, cellulitis, uh, I'm a veterinary technician, vet tech. And the first, um, the first clinic I worked at here in Austin, I was bit by a cat in, in May of 2019 and I had cellulitis on my right hand. I'm I'm right-handed. My whole cat bit me like right here, right on my wrist where Uh your wrist moves around. Um, My right arm was swollen. Like it started up here and it just kept moving down. Uh, Like this whole, this whole area was just super huge. You looked like Popeye. (laughs) Doubled in size. Looks like Popeye. I couldn't use my right hand for one month. That is how long it lasted. One month? Yes, sir.
0: Fuck. How did it drain? Did it cut it open?
1: Mm, No, 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 no. Didn't cut it open. Um, Right after the bite, I, um, I scrubbed it really well at the clinic, um, sprayed it with rubbing alcohol. We put like, um, we put some like, was it penicillin? We put some I don't know. We, we put some we put some cow liquid cow antibiotic right on it. Thinking it was <laughs> yeah, that's help. handy. I
0: always I have liquid
1: I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> <It was laughs> metal, penicillin, liquid penicillin, cattle penicillin. We put it right on All it. All right.
0: It we have it. horse tranquilizer. It's a number <laughs> of um
1: but what actually helped was um augmentin. I was on augmentin, which is an just a amoxicillin and something acid. And I was on that for like the whole month. Um, and that's how, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my cat bite story. I will tell you this though. I've never been bit by another animal again. That is, I never got fucked up by a cat. I don't take shit from any cats now. No, I, you better not. <laughs> I don't, I don't
0: cats, period. I do not. I can tell you some crazy, I can tell you some crazy stories about cats. Here's one. This is true. And this is, I, I swear on my son. Uh, so I, I'm from Africa. And in 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 Senegal, we we don't like cats. Like nobody has a cat for a pet. Cats just just run around in the wild, not in the wild, but like in neighborhoods on rooftops. You can hear them fight at night on rooftops. Like they have Mortal Kombat fucking <laughs> fights on. I mean, the whole time, just like at three in the morning. <laughs> and so, cat is always bad luck. It doesn't have to be black. It's just bad luck. Okay. And uh um. One of my cousin's friends. One night, he was walking home, and a a cat was following him. Just slowly following, and as soon as he stopped, he would turn around, the cat will stop. He keeps walking, Mm. and the cat, the cat is making a noise like this. (laughs) Yes, that's creepy. Yes, it gets worse. So, he's he's on his street walking. Cat's still following him. He gets to his house. Opens the door. Turns around. The cat is right there. Not moving. He kicked the cat. We don't like cats. I just told you we don't like like cats. So he kicked the cat. (laughs) The next day, he wakes up and his leg is fucked up. He walks with a cane to this day. Yeah.
1: Man, that cat really was bad luck.
0: He caught something. I don't know what. I
1: just got the chills.
0: (laughs) This is a true story.
1: The cat didn't even bite him?
0: I don't know what happened, but all I know is that the next day he woke up and then his leg was fucked up. Scratches, bruises, fucking red. It, It was horrible. And to this day, he walks with a cane.
1: That I mean, I'm so sorry that he walks with a cane. I feel like I'm so sorry for your for your friend. Um, but oh, I have to cat. say that would be a that would be a good premise for like a horror movie, like just some <laughs> like ghost cat messenger of Satan, like creepily yeah, following the you down cats. the street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> At my first clinic, we had a clinic cat named Ghost Cat. Actually, oh there you go, yeah. Ghost oh my cat. god
0: K- kick him and you will fuck up your leg and you won't even know never kick a cat that, that's, that's a tagline never <laughs> kick wh- wh- a cat wh- whisper cat ghost cat don't kick it kick it or you die some shit like that but yeah so f- fuck cats fuck cat. fuck yeah fuck that cat you know
1: what <laughs> Sometimes really fuck cats. I thought I was such an animal lover and I'm like, I love all animals. I love all dogs. I love all cats until I started working in veterinary clinics. Why? I hate puppies. Number one.
0: (laughs) Too
1: much. much. You're like, I want
0: to do this too. (laughs) That well, (laughs) did your parents pressure you to get into the medical field? like, Oh, go with animals. Um,
1: I wouldn't say they, well, maybe there was a little bit of pressure. Everyone in my family is in medicine, so I wanted to be in medicine, and I love animals, so veterinary medicine just seemed like the perfect fit. Just, um, you don't like animals? No, I do. I love animals.
0: Wait, okay, but you but don't like cats? Working, you don't like puppies?
1: Working in the veterinary clinic, I just, I know that they're, I got very realistic about my love for animals. There's some animals particular that some individuals, I will say, that I don't like. Like, there will be a certain cat that comes in or a certain dog, and I'm just like, I fucking hate this dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's it, it's that dog. It's not fuck dogs.
1: Yeah. Right? right. It's not fuck dogs. But there are a little bit of, like, I I don't want to say it. There is a little bit of, like, breedism or, like, um, prejudiceism that I get or that veterinary professionals get. what? Like veterinary professionals, will get a, we are a little prejudiced against certain certain breeds oh, okay. and stuff. I call it breedist, like instead of racist, it's breedist. Like like mm-hmm. we all don't we all don't like Chihuahuas. It's
0: technically just, racist.
1: Yeah, it's technically <laughs> racist because it's like the breed. It's a race. The, yeah. Um, I mean, just the demeanor of Chihuahuas—they're usually the most aggressive animals at the clinic. Like i I always have a muzzle with me if I'm gonna hang out. If I'm gonna treat a Chihuahua. Um, and I love puppies, but they don't stay still for, if you, for examinations and stuff like that, they're just like, I love you. I want to do everything. I'm so happy to be here. That
0: is not my son. My son doesn't.
1: (laughs) And then cats at, at the vet clinic are, I mean, they're, I don't know. My cat does really well. I'm, I'm lucky, but. Um cats can be super aggressive at the clinic and just like you said, cats cats will fuck, fuck you cat, up. Man. Yeah. Fuck a cat. See, okay,
0: I I I have only met one good cat <laughs> in my life.
1: I can't wait for you to be my cat.
0: <laughs> hey, the she bar good? is the bar is the bar is up here. So it was a cat. I I I did this uh exchange program before I moved to the US. I was staying with an English family mm-hmm. and they had this cat all the cat did was walk up to you and sit in your lap and shut up and don't move that's all it did you didn't need to play with it they need a, nothing i didn't have to feed them so i was fine but that's all that's all it did every other cat is like as soon as you try to touch them they run away they do their own thing like it's a, a dog you play with a cat you can't do shit with them unless your cat does tricks and you teach them things i don't know yeah what's so great about your cat
1: um my cat is an abyssinian it's a abyssinian it's an ethiopian breed of cat from the old the country that used to be called abyssinia
0: okay carlin look um, that up show me a picture i don't know what that.
1: yeah yeah definitely please look it up
0: or is your cat around where's the where's your cat
1: yeah i can i can go get her
0: can you call her and she'll come
1: um, That's what I'm saying. You can't he, even well, do that. You, she, she usually does, but I gave her a little bit of gabapentin right before this podcast so that she wouldn't interrupt me. A de what? I gave her a little bit of her like kitty anxiety medicine so that she wouldn't be like all up in my business during this podcast.
0: There's kitty anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you doing, we're doing cast way <laughs> too well. This is not... Some, some people need this.
1: She does sit on command. Really? I taught her how to sit on command, June. You can try, June. <laughs> June. <laughs> Meow, shut up. I'm high on the anxiety medicine. <laughs> she's a she's a really good cat. I, uh, okay, Abyssinian. Ab- 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 it's the first known I, I, cat breed. How do you spell it? A b y okay. s s i n i a n.
0: Colin, did you get all that? Because I, I I lost after the A. <laughs> Was it an A? A B Y S S. A B Y S S. I N. I A N. Abyssin. Oh! There they are. Yep. Oh, that All right. Yeah. I see what you're talking about.
1: So they're cool looking, right?
0: Yeah. Big ears. Yeah. They look like jackals a little bit.
1: And the first Abyssinian that I had was actually in a sketch comedy with me, which is credited on IMDb. So technically my Abyssinian has credits on IMDb.
0: Oh, so does so your cat have more credits. credits
1: than you do? Mm, well, I have two credits and she has one. She's credited under me. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. She's, I'm, you know I'm what? credited. It's really just, I'm <laughs> credited in a sketch where the cat is in it, oh, where okay. my cat's in it. Okay, But but that was my previous one and I have a, a second one now.
0: Well, I, I, but, I hope... Uh, what's the name, June? I ho- June, I hope June Carter. So-
1: you got a last June, name too? June Carter. Because my, my dog's name is Cash. My dog's name is Cash. I didn't name him Cash, but he just came with that name. And so I decided I wanted...
0: So you have a dog too? Yeah. Oh, okay. You just... The cat, you kind of like... Went down a notch and now you have a dog. So it, it, it evens up. It evens well, up. For,
1: first, I have a dog. Mm-hmm. I got him from a veterinary clinic I worked at. His name is Cash, which is like, you know, Johnny Cash. So I decided I wanted to, a couple of years ago, I decided I wanted to get another Abyssinian. And I named her June Carter to match with Johnny Cash and June Carter.
0: I, I don't know. The, I don't get the reference at all. Who's June Carter?
1: June Carter was Johnny Cash's wife. She's a uh, another, <laughs> another. She's June Carter is a country singer. Uh, she was part of the Carter family.
0: Uh huh. I, I would um, assume so, but I, I, I didn't. I didn't. The, know.
1: Well, Carter. <laughs> Carter family is a is a is a band. It was a band.
0: Oh, that's okay.
1: Why. Yeah, there you go. You know the song Jackson.
0: I don't know anything about Johnny Cash except we have a bar in Austin that's dedicated to him good as we should I, have you been there
1: no i haven't i'm learning about it right now yeah it's what's, right it, what's it called
0: oh fuck it's on fifth and it's a, it's across from el arroyo fifth and mopac oh, oh he's gonna hit me if you if he ever founds out that i forgot the name of his bar god damn it it'll it'll come up it'll come up
1: okay i'm gonna me night cat.
0: there we go me night cat oh the me night cat this is johnny cash bar But yeah, I don't know shit about I don't know shit about Johnny Cash and June June Carter. So go ahead.
1: Oh, just famous country duo Johnny Cash and June Carter. Johnny Cash was like in love with June Carter growing up. He heard her on the radio, Mm -hmm. and then he he finally met her once he became a working musician, and they got married and. uh,
0: Yeah, Cash and Carter's. <laughs> but do you but so you sing country?
1: I like yes, I like to sing country. I sing all I like to sing all genres. I don't discriminate. Um but I uh, I love to sing outlaw country. And um I guess a little bit of hip hop and you,
0: you, you some sing punk you rock? I try to. How do you sing hip hop? I
1: don't know. I mean i say not hip hop. I don't yeah. uh, you know what? Maybe I'm getting my I you know, I just take like hip hop stuff and I sing it. I don't know. I, I I don't really know genres that well. Maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe don't, I don't sing hip hop. Don't,
0: don't get all shy. It's okay. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> my, my bad.
1: Bad. I don't
0: know. Sorry, look I'm not, I'm just talking shit here.
1: How do you sing hip hop? I don't know. Look, uh, <laughs> well,
0: what okay, what would singing the hip hop sound like? Like if you were to do say Well Okay, Lauren Hill sang hip hop. Would you say
1: maybe, maybe, I don't know. Is she more R&B. I don't know my uh, genres that I That I don't know that. I don't know. I love Lauryn Hill. I know that.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think. So how would you sing a hip hop?
1: Uh, I think of a
0: hip hop song, you know,
1: is the song Nelly is the song must be the money by Nelly. Is that a hip hop song? Yeah. Okay. So actually on um, it's either on my Instagram live or on Facebook uh just last friday mm-hmm. i started this new all uh, right yeah i started like a little mini kind of series called unprovoked blues with my friend chardonnay where mm-hmm. she put she pulls up the chords the because gu- i know some guitar chords so she pulls up the guitar chords to just any random song and doesn't tell me what the song is just pulls up the chords and the lyrics and i take my guitar and i start playing it and because because for some reason she noticed that I interpret everything as blues. It just goes into my head and comes out as blues. Mm -hmm. So she pulled up the chords to must be the money by Nelly. And I started playing it like a blues song and it was just kind of sounded. So maybe I did sing it. I sang it. So I sang hip hop in the style of blues.
0: That's interesting. I want to hear it. I think it sounded like,
1: if you want to go and take a ride with me, an L in the back of the benzy. you <laughs> going, you're going. Um uh, she better be eighteen with an attitude or something snotty acting real rude mm. <laughs> But as long as you a thicky fit. Thick, then it's on, <laughs> something like that.
0: <laughs> oh man, we, we, can, we can pull up the lyrics. What
1: <laughs> well, I I can pull up the chords and do it for you right now.
0: <laughs> do it, shit. Let's do it. Right, Colin, Can you pull up the lyrics? Hey, must be the money. If you wanna go, take a ride with me. Smoke it. I don't know even. I don't even know the words.
1: If you wanna N- go, now
0: didn't always make sense. So. I remember when Cushy Grammar came out and Mm -hmm. people were trying to figure out what he's saying. I'm going down, down, baby. Yeah. Uh, It's actually, he's talking about a drive-by. I'm going Ah. down, down, baby. Okay. uh, Street sweeper, baby. Cock ready to let it go.
1: Yeah, you know what? Jimmy,
0: shimmy, Sounds- a puff, listen to me now. Light it up, take a puff, pass it to me now. Something like that.
1: Okay, let's um, go. Where they
0: at? Where they wait, at? Wait, wait, Where wait. they at? What?
1: You, it has to be the
0: chords. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Pull up, if you find the chords. You have the What's lyrics it?
1: somewhere? Is the song called Ride With Me?
0: Yeah. Oh, this is going to be good. This this will be the minute, uh, carly
1: I'm going to try to put Blue
0: style of uh, Nelly. I'm trying to... Uh, hold on. I'm trying to remember.
1: Ride with me, Nelly Quartz. There we go. Okay, so we're E minor, D, C, B7. Let's do it.
0: I hope it comes to the, the microphone.
1: Um, I can try to put the mic higher. Higher up. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is gonna be good. A big Nelly fan. Like from right from up college, From my college days.
1: Wait, can you can you hear my voice with this? Oh let me get this up.
0: Yeah. Yep. Try you it. You can hear my voice? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I
1: gotta get one
0: out though so I can hear my hold on, let me let me let me introduce it. So George Taos, everybody doing Nelly's ride with me blue style right
1: blue style
0: blue style let's go
1: yeah wait hold on can you scroll up really quick so i can just get a look at that d okay we're good okay the d here okay If you wanna go and take a ride with me, three willing in a bag, in a four with a goldie, so Oh, why do I live this way? If you wanna go and get high with me, smoke a hell in back, a bag, get the Benzie. Oh, why do I feel way hey must be the money (laughs) hey must be in the club with a late night dripping feeling right looking trying to spot something real nice Looking for a little shorty I notice I can take home (laughs) Let's skip to this part. She gotta be 18 With an attitude Or 19 Kinda snotty Acting real rude But as long as you Thick, thicky, thick Then it's on You know and I peeped something, got a Dorothy on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, this is awesome.
1: And it must be the money. It must be the money. It must be the money. It must be. It must be. It must be. The money.
0: That was dope. That was it it, it. it sounded nothing like the song. I know. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was trying to. I was trying to bob to it, but I couldn't. Because not, where, where's? Because I I don't I I like I I used to be a dancer, so I counted you know in eights, and I'm like I can't yeah. even. It's blues. I can't. I don't know where the one <laughs> and the ten and the thing is. I have no. I idea. mean,
1: yeah. So the game is that she she because there's a lot of songs I don't know and especially like the newer songs I don't know so she I'm not really that in touch with like pop culture I feel like mm-hmm. uh, so she she'll just pull, the game is Chardonnay will pull up the chords she won't tell me the title of the song she'll just pull up the chords like like how um, like how you just did here
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'll just start playing it and sometimes I'll figure out what the song is like halfway through like once it started saying must must be the money. Yeah. If you go, if you go and watch the video on my social media, you'll see me say, oh, I know the song now.
0: <laughs> hey, that's dope. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah. If, if you could do like, I don't know, the thong song
0: or who there it is or. Um, uh, well, the,
1: the trick is, is that she surprises me. I'm not supposed to know. I don't. I'm not oh, allowed to okay, know what okay, the gotcha. song is. Gotcha. So gotcha. we'll be we'll be doing it on Facebook live this uh, Friday at 2 p.m.
0: Okay. Sweet.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look, that that, that could be big. That that, that could be big. Put that shit on YouTube and then be like, look, we're going to ask people, what song do you want me to blues up? All right, I'm going to need you to do uh, Bitch Please by Exhibit. All right. (laughs) I want you to do Biggie uh, um, Dead Wrong. Relax and take notes. (laughs) Like that, you never know. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 awesome. So, uh, yeah. um, I forgot how we got to, how we started talking about that. Johnny Cash, like we said, fuck a cat. That's the name of the episode, I think. Fuck a cat. <laughs> fuck a cat. Yes, fuck. Oh, cat. the fuck a cat, but fuck cats.
1: But fu- yeah. Not, yeah not, not all
0: of them, but that that one cat, that one cat that fucked up my 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 friend's leg. God damn. Uh, forgot how we got to cats. Even See, this is what I love about this show. We don't even know. <laughs> Where are we going? Well, <laughs> Where are we going?
1: We're just kind of going with it.
0: Yeah, we're just we're, we're we're just going. We're just going. Um, but are you looking to to like to make a band or something here in town? Maybe.
1: Um. Yeah. So the two. I'm working on a few different things. I, I'm working on a duo project with Maggie Mayfield. Right. Of us covering songs, and we actually we started writing a couple songs too. And then I have um, some solo stuff I'm working on. I've been um, I recorded a song this last Sunday, um, like half of it, and we're gonna record the rest of it this next Sunday. And then we're also gonna punch up. We're gonna fix a song that I did. Well, we're gonna change a song I did a little while ago, which is on iTunes, but I don't recommend looking it up. You can look it up if you want to. I don't know. Um, but my main goal with music. Is I want to cover. I want to cover um, songs from a band called The Gits.
0: That's why you're wearing the shirt.
1: This is the shirt that I'm wearing. Yeah, I feel. By the way, you 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 can flip
0: your your headphone. You look like half Princess Leia.
1: You know what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just giving you shit. That's what I do.
1: Maybe (laughs) I'm a half (laughs) happy. (laughs) I'm still getting, and I'm still getting used to the feel of the headphones. I will say. I, I, like, I don't know if I, I want' not say I struggled with that, but I felt still getting used to feeling comfortable with singing with headphones in, in mm-hmm. the studio.
0: Oh, well, when you're going to record and stuff, that's what, that's what you're going to do, right?
1: Yeah. So I did, I mean, I did it. I've only had three studio experiences. The first one was a while ago, um, which is ended up the song that ended up being on iTunes And then the second one was like earlier this year. And then the third one was just this past Sunday. So I'm just kind of experimenting with like having this out and blah, blah, blah. I'll get used to it. It'll, it'll, I mean, I honestly,
0: I just, the, the idea of playing guitar and singing at the same time is a skill on its own. I think anytime you can, you can play something with your, do something with your hands while singing. Is, 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 tough. Yeah, we, we had a, uh, uh, we had music growing up in middle school and, uh, our teacher was like, all right, we need y'all to pick, uh, oh, we're going to study a, a song this semester. And everybody voted for, um, Sandman by Metallica. Mm-hmm. So we ended up like learning how to play it on, on the guitar And then after that, I was like, oh, I'm going to get an acoustic guitar too, because, you know, it's a cool thing to do. And all my friends, all my friends were, you know, were playing guitar and uh, I got an acoustic one. That didn't last, but every time I hang out with my friends, like, yeah, put your finger here, put your finger. I cannot read. I can read like if it's, uh, okay, there's two types of uh, like chords, right? Like I know if you have like the six, the six lines and it shows and and there's a dot where you need to put your finger yeah it's called like I know I can read that but if it's like notes and stuff I, I can't it doesn't make sense to me I mean it, it, it it's been so long so over 20 years
1: now yeah I find the dots are helpful because it shows you where to put your fingers yeah and I mean I would know my friends like put your finger here put your finger here and you're playing Jimi Hendrix I'm
0: like all right I'll play Jimi Hendrix but not 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 my thing anymore My my mom really wanted one of us to be a musician Oh. My youngest brother played saxophone for about two years and he was really good at it. And then he said, Fuck cool. it. <laughs> so none of us oh. are none of us are. But you give me a piano, I can do Mario brothers on it. And really? like, the Gal uh the Gal theme song. I used to do that. I don't know if I can do it still. Cool. But yeah, I would like the you know, the simple shit. Simple shit. I mean you can do video game music like old school 8-bit video game music on a piano. It's it very simple. You can just figure it out. It's, it's not a skill. It is It is not a <laughs> yeah, I can play, Super Mario. You play You play Mario?
1: Yeah, I grew up with, with, one, of, with one of those Nintendos. Little, one of those the Nintendos. Gray, the Gray Box. Super yeah, the Gray Box.
0: You blow the thing and you put it on there.
1: Yeah. All your
0: brothers. Because, I mean, it's like um are you are you a gamer at all still
1: no no not anymore i just just um played that with my with my dad we play that a lot together i remember and um nintendo 64 i played a lot when i was younger i played a lot of i like to play a lot of video games not anymore video games
0: are still cool man you can be in your 30s and
1: 40s and play yeah you can yeah i should get i should get back into it
0: there's plenty of places you can go and play there was an arcade in town I used to go to. I don't know if it's still around. There was one on campus, and it was one off a uh, Duval area. And you can people would go there and then do tournament. I mean, people make money playing video games now, like millions and millions of dollars. When everybody <laughs> thought it was a waste of time when you were a kid, now these right. kids are like fourteen millionaires, fourteen year old millionaires, like literally superstars, with performing in front of full arena of ten thousands, tens of thousands of kids just cheering for them. And the dude just plays Rocket League. And you're like, God damn. What are you doing (laughs) with your life?
1: (laughs) Man. I wonder how that... My dad can beat the whole um, Super uh, Mario Brothers game in like eight minutes.
0: No. Really?
1: The first level? I've seen him do it. The first level
0: in in eight minutes. Not the entire game. There's no freaking way.
1: Mm, He saved Princess Peach in eight, eight minutes. I timed him.
0: The first Mario brothers. Yeah. Wow. That's a speed run.
1: Yeah. You know a lot of
0: people compete to do that shit.
1: I watched him. I watched him do it. Where he saves, he saves princess peach. He goes through all the levels and he was like, showing me, he's like, there's a trick here. You got to go. You like, get on. You got to go mushrooms. above like, and get and in, like, that,
0: in the pipe. Yeah. Like. like <laughs> and... <laughs> 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 that was good. I can't even do it.
1: When he goes into the little great green tube and he's like
0: Yeah. I've seen this, I've seen Super Mario <laughs> speedruns, and those motherfuckers are good. And they they even do them like there's a uh like a Mario Maker type thing where you can make your own levels. People some kids make it extra, extra hard. Oh. With like, you know, remember those uh those fire bars that like just rotate? Yes. So they, they'll, they'll have yeah. a whole level with with just that and like one block you got <laughs> like on each side you have to jump on and these mo- and, and then they just go through it like it's nothing oh man that's what they do what? that's that's what they do and 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 you know say what say what you want but it really teaches handout coordination
1: you know what you're right it does it does i, like that, when I agree yeah. on
0: video games all the time good point my youngest brother beat Street Fighter 2 when he was four years old. Really? Yes. He used to say Hadouken in his in his sleep. He used to what? Hadouken? Are you familiar with Hadouken in Street Fighter? <laughs> no. Hadouken. No? Doesn't say anything? No, nothing. am sorry. That's who my key is? No? Nothing? All right. Mm-mm. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, one of the most popular fighting game moves ever. He used to scream that in in his sleep. And t- today he actually there you go. there's a Hadouken. Hadouken. okay. Uh, and now he uh, he competes, like he goes to like hotels and stuff, and then he plays, I think the Dragon Ball Z game, and he's on Twitch, he does all that stuff, and I'm like, "See, good thing that's I so you cool. I' four years old, man, you used to be my yes. ass you beat <laughs> my ass all the time. I'm like, that is not right. that is not right. anyway uh damn i forget how we got here again
1: (laughs) i don't know i'm just now i'm just reminiscing on video games what's the last video game you played oh the last one i played yeah i don't know what the last
0: what console was it on maybe that's easier did you have pigtails back then
1: maybe it was i think it it's probably the N sixty four, but is- I also I also have one of those little handheld Game Boys, that Sega Game Boy, and there was this I played Sega S- Game Boy. Yeah, I'm and sorry, I played- I'm going to look
0: at you funny if you say Sega Game Boy.
1: <laughs> what?
0: It's Nintendo it was- Game Boy.
1: Nintendo Game Boy, my or bad. Sega Game
0: Gear. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm being nerdy that right now. I'm being very nerdy.
1: It was a Game Boy, and uh, I played Sonic, Game and Gear. I remember. Sonic Yeah game games. Sonic like went through a labyrinth. I love that one. <laughs> and then uh I think I did a little bit of Grand Theft Auto. Oh, upgrade. A little bit. But upgrade. it was like I wasn't allowed to play it, so I like had to kinda stick with the when I was young. to stick with the uh you know, Wait, so, so the wh-
0: Sega you-
1: Game Boy. I had to stick with the Sega Game Boy. I'm
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, we we had, we had a guest on here. Shout out to Kimberly who referred to the you know, Super Nintendo as Nintendo Two, and <laughs> we we just destroyed her over that. And now it's the <laughs> Nintendo Game Boy. Oh my god! Oh, it's okay. Not judging. I already did.
1: Sorry. Nah,
0: look. I don't. It's okay. Um. So what, what, what else do you do? The comedy, playing guitar. What else do you do?
1: Comedy, singing. Um, I, I never made it to be a vet, a vet tech. Um, yeah, vet tech. I actually it- just, I just got laid off. Um, uh, from, yeah, I uh, was working at, at a clinic, um, who, you know, I don't want to say the name of the clinic because I don't want to like bad mouth them, mm. but, um, basically, um, you know, uh, everyone there, when I started, everyone there had, had COVID. Um, from the animals? Not from the animals, just from Did, rescue being, no bass, did you? from being, cl- what? <laughs> they
0: didn't rescue a bat, did you?
1: When didn't rescue a bat. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I used to work on a wildlife uh, rescue where we had some, we had a bat, but, uh, but th- this, so this clinic, just COVID was just kind of running rampant there, and just from working in close quarters with people, mm. uh, I I got COVID from the clinic, and then I got laid off while I was out sick with COVID from the clinic, which kind of sucked because I loved working there. Uh, I miss it every day, but um, it yeah, it was kind of a bummer. So, what's the difference between the vet and the vet tech? Uh, vet tech is a is a nurse, a veterinary nurse. I shouldn't. I shouldn't even say vet tech. I should say veterinary nurse. Is what I should say. Okay. So I do I all respect. the same things. A veterinarian is a doctor, a, like a physician to your animals. Okay, so you're the nurse. Yes.
0: Okay. Huh. I saw. I saw a thing recently about like they saved a shoe out, out of a uh, huge alligator. They saved alligator. The alligator has swallowed a, a shoe.
1: A shoe, the alligator that swallowed a shoe. Yeah. That reminds me of that. Do you remember that children's book, The Little Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly?
0: No, nah, I wasn't around. Okay. All Sorry, right. I wasn't around. That's okay. But yeah, but like, there's an alligator who swallows a shoe. Okay. But yeah, but like, swallows a shoe. <laughs> like, we got to save this alligator. No,
1: alligator. you don't.
0: Like, that alligator thank you. was
1: so stupid. Thank you. <laughs> that, thank that's you. natural selection. Exactly.
0: There's enough <laughs> for these fuckers around. I watched I watched this show, so I got I got it. I got it. What an idiot. Yeah. I Just watched let this the show. alligator
1: go and serve it up as alligator steak.
0: There's a show called right. Swamp People. Have you heard of it? Yes. Have you watched it? Not really. Oh come on. Have you watched it? I so should watch it. If okay. if you don't know Swamp People, but let a little backstory first. My barber. Uh Big Ray. I don't know Big Ray. He's not Big. He's Ray. Every time I go in there, he's that's what he has on. I had no idea this thing existed. So Swamp People is a show where people who go in the swamps of Louisiana to hunt for alligators. Okay. And that's their job. So it's, it's not even a... I mean, they do that, I guess, because if the alligators get close to like... Um, water where people swim and stuff like i mm-hmm. get but they go like way out <laughs> like miles and miles away in these raggedy ass boats oh to okay
1: shoot, To shoot alligators it's fun for them at this point no play a sport or no, <laughs> no they're going not into battle sport. no
0: it, it, it's one it's one of those jobs that like i mean from what i've uh, learned from the show it's like passed down from generation to generation so it's usually a a dude with his son okay or a dude with his wife. They're actually girls that do that, so what they do is that they're in this boat and they set up traps, like you know, put a string and put a like a piece of meat, and then they come back the next day, and the alligator is probably around the trap. but the way they catch the alligator, I know way too much <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> so the way they catch the alligator is that the alligator, from eating the... the It's like a deficient, right? The so alligator will have a hook. So either... And it's on a string. So they're literally pulling the alligator, let's say a 100-pound alligator. They're, they're pulling it with a rope, like a string. And so they pull onto the boat. But before they do that, the other person on the boat has to shoot the alligator in the head. So... right. And that's always like the slow motion shot. So they always, so there's a, there's a string. And then the, there's one dude, no gloves, by the way, no gloves. It's okay. just, just have this string. And then they pull the alligator on the boat, close to the boat so that the other person could shoot the alligator in the head. And then you just put the alligator on the boat. And then they like, Oh, today we, today we we'll, we just had like, you know, 10 alligators and they were whatever. And they have names for the alligators
1: too. They na- oh, okay, that's a little sadistic. They name them before they kill them. No, like oh, there's
0: a legendary alligator called Big Something, Big Teeth, and, and okay. You know, if if you go, if you try to get to them, like nobody else has ever caught him. Like they come up with all these plots <laughs> and shit. Then you're like, Dude, this motherfucker is just crazy to go out there.
1: I'm Sounds insane.
0: About, fuck alligators too. Don't be saving yeah. alligators. If fuck alligators. If, if, you're te- if you're part of that team of veterinarians who took that shoe out, at, out of that Alligator, he didn't do the world of service. That's all I'm
1: saying. <laughs>
0: Hello. Oh my god. But you gotta check it out. It's, it's fascinating. And there's another one. <laughs> Sorry. Now now you got me going. There's another show with uh. the name. Gator Boys. Gator, Gator Boys. Gator Boys. Gator that Boys.
1: I've never heard
0: of. Okay, so Gator Boys is these two dudes who have like an alligator like refuge, kind of like Tiger King, but for alligators. Okay. And But their job is actually good because people call them, they're in Florida or something. I think they're in Florida. People call them and say, hey, I have an alligator in my backyard. I have an alligator in my pool. I have an alligator in my restaurant. (laughs) Like it's nothing. And then these guys just show up and then they they don't kill the the alligator. They wrestle with it. And then they put a zip zip tie. Okay. And then they put them in the truck and take them away.
1: And this is in areas like like Louisiana and what Florida? Florida. Yeah, Florida. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah Florida has so, fucking dinosaurs
1: there. I guess it's a real issue, so they have to kind of they yeah, they that, they're that disturbing the public and they're in businesses and stuff. You're saying?
0: Yeah, I saw one episode. Wow. the The lady called. I'm like, oh,
1: there's an alligator in my kitchen of my, of my restaurant. Oh my
0: god! And I'm like, and you just said that like it was nothing. Like you like you, like even a roach, you would have been more. Horrified on the phone, <laughs> but no, it's a fucking alligator. It's a huge alligator in your kitchen, and it's just yes, uh I'm calling because I have an alligator in my kitchen. We'll be right away, ma'am. And these <laughs> dudes show up. There's a skinny guy and there's a big dude, and the big dude <laughs> is always barefoot. <laughs> I have to I, see this show. Oh man, it is. It is <laughs> classic. And, and I told my I told my barber, I'm like, look, man, just from coming here, I know more about alligator <laughs> hunting. Than I thought I would ever know, and he just and he just yeah man I grew up, I, I grew up in Louisiana so I know the stuff and you know I'm like would you go up there and they know shoot alligators like fuck no, but it's fascinating that that yeah. that is that is a culture like there's the whole and 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 you would think that they would upgrade, their equipment, no they don't no they don't it, it's it's a zip tie they use for the alligators when they wrestle with them. And when they go way out in the in the swamp, it's a shotgun. Not even a shotgun. It's a rifle. It's a rifle and a uh, and a string with a hook on it.
1: Simple. I mean, little well, similarities to veterinary medicine. A lot of a lot of our equipment is not really upgraded or like to date. A lot of it's older. Maybe I think that's just a thing with with working with animals, dealing with animals. You, like, because even on like ranches that I worked at, we didn't have like.
0: You worked on ranches.
1: Yeah, two ranches. Um, we just you, you <laughs> so
0: casually like it's. I just worked on two ranches and
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, just alligators in my yeah, backyard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, what do you do on the ranch?
1: Um, they were both rescue ranches. One of them was a wildlife um rescue ranch, and the other one was a horse rescue ranch. Um, just maintained the. Maintained the property, kept all the animals alive. Um,
0: Wait, how do you, you
1: rescue the horses from where? uh, The woman, this was in, so this was the second ranch I worked on Uh in Arizona. She had rescued them from different parts of the country. The first one I worked on, actually, she had some horses too. You can Uh, still find wild horses? Yeah. You can still find wild
0: horses. There's wild horses. Yes, yes, sir. Definitely. I did not know that. I thought by that by now everybody horses are just. They're all just yeah, either with a carriage or they're in
1: domesticated.
0: A yeah, I mean,
1: no, there's still some wild ones. I mean, just just like how there's still some like stray dogs and feral cats. Yeah, but the, well, yeah, that's true. There's still some wild horses.
0: You just blew my mind.
1: <laughs> just like, I mean, there's some wild, yeah. Just,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I I, did, I had no idea that wildlife makes sense, but like a horse rescue didn't didn't add up for me.
1: Yeah, or like also like a ban- like not just wild horses, like abandoned horses or maybe horses that have been animals come to these to these sanctuaries. From all different situations, maybe they're found wild somewhere, or maybe they're, maybe they've been confiscated. You know, maybe there was like a hoarding situation, and and those animals were confiscated, or maybe there's like an abuse situation, and that animal was confiscated. Or um, sometimes people will try to smuggle illegal animals into the country, and these sanctuaries will end up with with those animals as well. That's we had a lot of monkeys at the first place I worked at for that reason.
0: Why not monkeys? Yeah.
1: Because people were trying to illegally bring them over. So yeah, they had, I mean, at this, at that point they had no, people would try to illegally bring them over from wherever. So at that point, the monkeys had nowhere. We're not going to ship them back too stressful on the animal. So the first place I worked at, she, the woman I worked for was kind of a, she was a primate. Like she was a specialist in, in primates. Uh-huh. And, um, so yeah, I took care of a lot of, a lot of different monkeys for her. Have you I ever mean. been
0: to, uh, on a safari?
1: No, I animals? haven't. No, yeah, I would love go, to. Girl. Yeah.
0: You gotta go after all this COVID shit. It, it is a trip. Ah, <sighs> have you? After, yeah. Many times. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I can, I can tell you some shit. Okay. I can tell you some shit. I um, so to catch when, when you go on a safari, I went to I went to South. My parents lived in South Africa for four years, mm-hmm. and I went there three times. Okay. Uh, so when you go on a safari, uh, first of all, there's parks outside of the the main cities: Pretoria, Johannesburg, Cape Town, Durban. Uh, it's Africa, right? But there's huge parks like national reserves that have different uh. Uh, not camps, but how you call them uh well they 're reserves really so there's huge parks uh privately owned, and then they got reserves on it, so you go there and then you stay in a bungalow and you wake up at four four or five in the morning and then you go out on this little truck to uh to see animals you know like early in the morning and so um, the thing that 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 really struck me was that. You're, you're in this truck and you always wonder like, how do animals see you? Because mm-hmm. Here's this thing that's just rolling. They don't know what rolling is, but they actually see us as a big thing. Okay. Right. That's not really moving much. So the first thing they tell you when you get in those trucks is no sudden moves. If you make a sudden move, that's, you know, that was, uh, Uh, startled the animal and you never know what they're going to do they could charge Mm -hmm. they could attack whatever right um and so you're in this big truck and and the 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 weird part is there's a dude sitting in front of of the the truck in a chair and his he's the tracker and his job is to look at the ground and go hey pack of rhinos that way hey a bunch of impalas ran that way let's go see them Oh, there's uh, fresh elephant shit, so that means. Oh, he the reads the ground,
1: she yeah. Reads the tracks and then yeah.
0: dropping—that's so cool. Exactly. So, and he doesn't have any. He doesn't have a gun. Doesn't have anything. He just sits on a chair and he tells the driver go that way, go that way. Cool. Um, and it—it's uh one time, we were out there, and we caught um a pack of wild dogs on the hunt. Okay. So we were literally driving along with a pack of wild dogs next to us. We were like going, we were going through bushes. We were like just following along and no wild dogs have a ninety-eight percent chance success rate when they hunt because they organize and they're hunting. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, we got a flat tire in the middle of the hunt. Okay. (laughs) uh, we got what up. happened next the dog went so fast it went sh- past us but okay we that tire got back on and uh 15 minutes later there there was they were feasting on a dead impala wow it is a fucking trip and then so you they're go in, like
1: oh you have a flat oh sorry
0: dude it, it <laughs> is trust me you have him up here you have your balls in your neck when <laughs> Man. Like, oh yeah, there's wild dogs this way, there's wild dogs that way, and you never know what can happen.
1: Yep. Wow. So what other types of animals have you seen out
0: there? Um, I've seen, so when you go to South Africa, you want to see the big five. Big five are lion, rhino, um, hippo, not hippo, buffalo, elephant, okay. and leopard leopard, okay. And leopard is the hardest one to catch. Elephants, you'll see them because they're huge and they're in packs. Lions, for the most part, don't move much. They only they move at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but during the day, they don't really move much. So if you saw, uh, someone saw a pack of lion early in the morning, chances are they'd be there all day. Um, but the leopard was tough because they live, they're, they're solo. They're solitary animals. And they live in they hang out in trees, and the only way you can tell if you see a if you're in the in a leopard's territory is, I will never forget this fun fact. If you like animal facts, mm-hmm. uh, the leopard's bee smells like popcorn. Really? Yes, it does. Okay. It smells like popcorn, and so we were driving along, and then we're like. Well, that smells like park one? Did you pop something? He goes, Nope. That means we're in the leopard's territory. <laughs> and we were very careful. <laughs> well, yep. I, let me see. Maybe I could I have some images. Okay. I mean, if you care to see, I don't. Yeah. I can I can go on and on. But uh, let's see. If you're if you're listening to this, it's about to get boring because it's really just uh
1: Images of my 50s. we're about to think, uh, nerd out on some animal images. So you saw all these guys. Yeah.
0: Cool. Never, look at this guy. Look at this lion. It's Mufasa right there. Yes, it is. Or, or a very young Simba. Or young, yeah, that's a young that's a young one. That's a young uh that's a young young lion. Okay. Uh
1: Aww.
0: look at this kudu right here.
1: What's it called? Kudu.
0: Kudu. Okay. Yeah, K-U-D-U. And the place, w- the place where we were, the the bungalow didn't have fences around it, so uh, you could like get, open your door and there's a kudu right outside your door, or there's an elephant just walking. By. <laughs>
1: ah, that's so cool! I gotta do it.
0: Yeah, and then you can ride, uh, get to ride elephants.
1: Really? Look at that you, guy. You,
0: <laughs> elephant grabs my. Uh, That is
1: so cute. He took your hat and gave it back to you. Oh, he's trained, though. Yeah, it trained. Obviously.
0: This this, this is an Amarula. No, Amarula is the name of the liquor. What am I saying? It's. uh... Ah, forgot the name. Not Jumanji. (laughs) This sounds stupid. It'll come back. Oh, there's there's a name. Benjubi. I forget. Anyway, you gotta go to you gotta go to Africa, see some animals. If you're, I I think everybody should go to Africa. Period. Just to experience. And South Africa is a good start. Like, look you get to pet a bunch of cubs. This is Lion Park. Really cool. Lion Park. Yeah, in in Johannesburg. This is so
1: cool. I have to go.
0: There you go. So next trip. Once COVID is over, sixteen hour but, flight from here.
1: Okay. So but you like those cats. Those cats are okay with you?
0: Yeah, those cats are fine. I don't get close to them. I mean, you saw mm-hmm. me with, with the Cubs, that was fine, but I didn't yeah. get close to a lion, man. There there's a there's one lady who went to Lion Park. She worked for Game of Thrones. She went to Lion Park and they tell her they tell you don't roll the windows down. That bitch did it, and the lion just went. Mm-hmm. Boom, smaller. So yeah, don't get close to lions, folks. The lion's power is not in his uh in his uh, paws, it's in his look because when you, when when a lion looks at you in the eyes, you freeze that's how you that's how they get you and lions mm-hmm. are pretty lazy anyway It's usually the the female lion who does all the hunting. It's always mm-hmm. the female lion who does all the hunting the, the male one just sits on his ass like "Bitch, give me something to eat. <laughs> We're not that different <laughs> <laughs> We are not that different. All right, all right. We're gonna wrap up. What's, <laughs> what's your uh, what's your dope shit? Sorry, I've been I went on rants here and stories and stuff, but
1: no, know. I loved it. I'm I'm inspired. I am gonna put a put a trip to Africa in action now. I have to fucking go.
0: Yeah, but then if you find knitting, you're never gonna go. You're gonna find it something else. It's like you didn't go to Israel. You found comedy.
1: Well, well, I'll go back to Israel one day. I've been there once. <laughs> I, I went to Israel once before and I wanted to go back. Don't uh, worry, I'm not I'm not gonna fucking find knitting. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. What's your dope shit? <laughs> What's your dope shit? Um my dope shit is a band called the Gits. You should look them up. Um they were one of the up-and-coming bands in the Seattle punk grunge scene. They played mm-hmm. with like Nirvana and Tad and Alice and Chains. Um the lead singer was my cousin and her name was Mia Zapata. This is going to get sad for a second. Um she was murdered in 1993 and it kind of stopped the um the rise of you know they were about this band was about to blow up which is why they're not as well known these days mm-hmm. is cuz um she was murdered and the the band they they had to stop you know she, she was that whole band and um but uh, I, I'm not trying to focus on on her being murdered. I want to focus on on the music and and the kind of person that she was. She was just. I think that she was one, possibly the best female vocalist and lyricist of our time. So if you have a chance, um, there's a movie on Netflix called The Gits documentary. Mm-hmm. Maybe on maybe on Amazon Prime Video too. Check them out and. Um, Check out the music of the Gits. Um, they have a lot of really awesome songs and it's it's the um the grunge punk band band that you've never heard of that you should know about. The one of the greatest rock bands in history. So yeah. The
0: gits, not the gist.
1: No, the gits, G I T S. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, and so she was my cousin and that's why my project with music is I want to solo play all of their songs one day. Uh-huh.
0: All right, the Gits. Mm-hmm. Um, my Dope Shit is something uh, that I've brought up. I, I haven't, I've, I've brought this comedian before. He's my favorite comedian of all time. Okay. And, and his name is Pat Patrice O'Neill. Okay, yeah. So there's a documentary on Comedy Central that came out on Friday um, and uh, about his life and it's called Patrice O'Neill, Killing is Easy um i talked. i've talked about patrice you know many times on the show i was lucky enough to see him uh on stage at cap city back in 2010 a year before he died of diabetes i had a, he had a major stroke uh he had a major stroke uh, but yeah he, he had diabetes too. but anyway uh so there's a documentary on it produced by bill burr uh you'll see a lot of familiar faces if you if you know uh new york comedy uh Robert Kelly, uh, Keith Robinson, Rich Voss, uh, Jim Norton. Uh, I mean, Patrice O'Neill was, it's one of those, like there's not going to be another guy like that. And also it's one of those, one of those comics that you're like, man, I wonder what he would say about today. And uh, about what's happening with cancel culture and Trump president and all of that. But Patrice was so always like, they, they refer to him as like a comics comic because mm-hmm. he was an asshole to everybody. And the way he was on stage and the way he was in, in person was the same. He talked shit all the time. People hated him for it, but, but for hating him for that, but he was so charming and so quick and so witty. Uh, and so that documentary really pays a good homage to him. So uh, check it out. It's called Patrice O'Neill. Uh, Killing is easy on Comedy Central. Um, so yeah, that's my dope shit of the week. Cool. All right. So Joyce Taos, where can people find you on the internets, on the social medias and all that good stuff?
1: On the internet and the social media, uh, Facebook is Joyce Taos. Last name is T-A-U-S and so Joyce Taos and social uh, Instagram is Joyce Jokes, like you know J-O-K-E-S. Um, I have a, Twitter is the same. Twitter is also Joyce Jokes. I don't use my Twitter that much anymore. So yeah, I don't. Instagram and Facebook are are where you're going to find me at. Uh, you can also find me every Monday night at a nine o'clock at a place called the Blind Pig. I host a comedy open mic and. So that'll be this next Monday at nine o'clock and every Monday after that. And I also host a, I have a comedy show coming up Thursday, March 6th, that I produce at LT Corner Pub in Lakeway. And it is called the Little Touse Comedy Show. And uh, the, th- your the last thing. In
0: your, in your,
1: in your show. Yeah, I did. I put the, I'm such a narcissist. Oh, it's, okay. I
0: mean, it's-, it's called the Feedback Podcast. What does that tell you?
1: Yeah, I mean it's LT Corner Pub. So coincidentally, I, I use my nickname growing up was Little Town, so i just LT. And, uh, and then, um, if you like that blues thing, we Chardonnay are gonna do it again on Facebook Live this Friday at two p.m. Sweet. we'll do Pro-pro- unprovoked blues.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like blues, hip hop, or hip hop blues. However you you flip it, that, that's yeah. Cool. Um, as always, make sure you follow the feedback everywhere on social media, uh, get your hip hop bingo tickets at hiphopbingo.live bingo dot live. dot live. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, leave us a review, all that good stuff. Like I said, I'll be focusing on comedians this year as I also make my way through the open mics. I did Joyce's mic last night. It was a lot of fun. Um, and so and by the way i'll be I'll be posting all my recordings of my open mics on youtube cool. <laughs> on the feedback channel so you can talk shit and steal my jokes and uh comment however you want it, it's fun it's a journey like everything else, so it's fun I enjoy it, it really it's uh Covid still sucks, so it's my way of uh kind of it's my outlet right now so all right, Joyce yeah. thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. This has been a blast. You were nervous. I don't know why you were nervous. This We are just I, talking. I'm
1: not nervous anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, you found out about killing cats and uh, alligators. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah. That was good. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao.
1: All right. Bye.